Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Back to pass, and he's going to tuck it and run right up the gut. Down to the five, looking for the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo! Release the beast! Josh Allen with a 13-yard touchdown run. Chris Brown on the call. That is from yesterday, uh, from Thursday night, I should say, as the Bills get their 24-18 to 18 victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ryan Hasenauer joins me now uh, live here from Batavia Downs. Again, we are at the Legends and Stars Sports Expo. Uh, I'm looking at a pretty uh, pretty neat card you just purchased, huh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we got, ourselves a, uh, we got ourselves a Josh Allen Gem Mint 10 PSA graded, which is the highest of all the grading. There's a lot of grading companies out there, but PSA's, you know, the Rolls Royce, if you will. So this is Josh Allen's rated rookie, uh, his downers rated rookie. So there's a couple versions, I guess I'm told, one that's got uh, the helmet on. This is the helmet off version, but hey, it's a Gem Mint 10, you know, so it's a little bit of an investment. We're going to hopefully uh, do what we can, see this card go up as Josh continues to do well for, uh, for our local Buffalo football team. Who knows what happens if, uh, you know, the Bills find their way to win in a Super Bowl. Maybe Josh gets an MVP. The uh, value of that card could skyrocket for you, my friend. So oh, congrats. I, it's a nice find. Yeah, absolutely. I, my buddy also found some uh, – was it a? Is it Manuel Quickly? Is that oh yep. Yeah. Oh, just, I'm a Knicks fan. Don't just, get me going. He just found a Gem Mint Ten. Uh, it's pink burst. Okay. Uh, and he got that for I think 25. Not a bad pickup from a guy down in our row. We're, I, I'm joined, Nate, here uh, at our table here by my son, Little T. Little T had a great day today, and he's going to be working the rest of the. Uh, uh, the booth hanging out with me uh, nice. in, his, in his Nintendo Switch at the uh, at our booth. <laughs> it's a father-son affair here uh, at the Legend of Star Sports Expo. Shout-out to Theo's Allenators teammates and uh, Coach Dwayne and Coach Josh on their big victory today. The little T had a good uh, a good day out there on the flag football field. So, And i got to tell you, flag football, how awesome is it that just, like, so many people get into it? It's going to be in the Olympics. I know. We've got uh, high school girls flag yeah. football blowing up everywhere. It's awesome for the sport. Not only is it blowing up, but now you're hearing some of the NFL's best players saying, wait a second, uh, yeah. we'd like to play in the Olympics if there's flag football in the Olympics. Not that the NFL is going to allow any of that to happen. Oh, my God. But can you imagine, like, somebody blows out their ACL yeah, chasing a gold medal? It's like, ooh, just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough enough watching sometimes the NHL players go play in the Olympics and they don't know, even get to do that anymore. Right, right. They don't, they kind of they put the kibosh to it, you know. So, but it would be fun to watch. It would be fun to see that, you know, because we would beat every single team a hundred to zero. So, oh my God, it wouldn't <laughs> even be close. Oh, right. could you imagine? But uh, yeah, no, you're right. It's uh, flag football has grown in popularity. I mean, when I was in high school, there, there wasn't even 
competitive flag football around, right. especially in the area. Um, and now it's become so popular, which is good too, because it's a good introduction for kids to, to learning the rules, learning the the scheme and some of the plays of of football without you know necessarily uh, putting a helmet on and, and having to have full contact, especially at young ages. Right. Um, it, it's it's awesome to see and, and the, its growth and popularity across the area for sure. Awesome, awesome stuff for sure. You know, something, speaking of awesome, we just saw somebody walk by with this. So Vladimir Guerrero Sr.'s on Speaking stage. of father-son. Yeah, speaking of father-son, there was a gentleman that just walked by, and he had on the classic uh, po- like photo of Vladimir Guerrero Sr. in his Expos outfit, kind of doffing his cr- his hat to the crowd, and then next to him is Vladimir Guerrero Jr., but as like a, probably like a nine-year-old yep. <laughs> or something like that. What a great piece to get signed. And I'm sure this gentleman will eventually try to get it signed by Vlad uh, Jr. as well. So uh, just all kinds of cool pieces. Now, you mentioned something you're looking for, which is a pretty cool stadium, uh, picture of Rich Stadium. Passing. I'm looking for some kind of old school photo, whether it's, you know, like a flyover photo or even just like the the – the scoreboard end zone yeah. view of the old Rich Stadium. Um, I, you know, obviously with the new stadium going up, I, I, I'm, I'm looking for something nice uh, for my living room. And I've been, I've been kind of on the prowl for it. Haven't really been able to see it, to find much from it. Um, but I, once I get done with the show, I'm headed to the, to the show floor, and I'm going to peruse to see if I can find something that catches my eye for sure. Absolutely. There's just there's so many cool posters and just things, deals to find. I just, it's... You could spend, as you said, you could spend literally hours oh, cruising through these things and making deals, and and it, you know the celebrity uh, athletes that are showing up here. It's just the, uh, the icing on the cake. Cornelius Bennett is literally just a couple minutes away. I know he was doing some. Yep, um, right at one thirty, he'll be up here stuff, in about yeah. twenty minutes or so. Uh, and then obviously you've got Shane Conlon, Daryl Talley coming here later as well at 2.30. That'll be right after our show here. But the, the show floor is open till 5 o'clock. Mike Richter leaves the stage at 4. So even if you don't come up to get an autograph, um, you can walk the, 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 the show floor. You mentioned it, it's not just sports stuff, too. There's Pokemon stuff yeah, over there, yeah. There's which which Theo's pretty excited yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Charizard, yeah. We're, we're all looking for that Gem Min 10 Charizard. We want to be all like – Oh, first edition. Okay, I gotta get. The it's important, important details, Dad. Important yeah, listen. Details, all right. Like when I was a young lad, you know, I was into the uh, Marvel cards. That okay, was my big deal. Yeah, yeah. And then during, of course, uh, during COVID, um, I had sold all these cards a long time ago, probably in anticipation of either having a kid, sure. getting married, or perhaps going to college. Any of those things where I was selling off my things. And of course, at this point in my life, I thought, let's just go ahead and recapture uh, everything. Right. And I spent all this money on eBay, <laughs> and I bought Marvel one, two, three, and four. Marvel masterpieces one. And two, and of course, at this point, I'm like chase cards. I want to buy all the chase all cards, of them, yeah. all the hologram Wolverine versus Hulk. I got them all. I got them all at home, and it just was like, you know, at least during that time where we were all stuck at home, I got to look at my Marvel cards again and be like, this is great. So. Well, you know, it's funny you you mentioned like Mike Richter is like your your all time favorite NHL player ever, right? And and I was telling you like, it, it's it's funny about goalies. Like how when I collected hockey cards, I had, you know, like pages and pages and pages of goalies. The three that I was most obsessed with collecting, first and foremost, I must have had 30 or 40 different versions of Archer's Urbe cards, right. which funny, funny enough ends up being the Sabres goalie coach a couple of years ago, still in the league as a goalie coach around the league. But it was the aesthetic of the goalies, especially like late 90s, early 2000s, when the equipment kind of became a little bit more iconic. Right. Um, Archer's Urbe had the, like, the, the most... Mask. Yeah, his mask it's not the so Hashik iconic. mask exactly, right. but, you know, like, it just was that like really long. cool, yes. And so it was Archer's Urbe for me. It was Marty Baron when he had the split, the black and red face mask, oh, which, yeah, yeah. if you remember, 
a couple of years ago. Right. I had Marty here and he told that on the show, and he yeah. told us the story about how that mask was stolen, yes. and he never found it. Oh, man, I remember that. We were, you were, literally, yeah, you were here. I was here about, interviewing Marty, and he yeah. told us that story, and I was like, oh, my God, what an unbelievable story. We tried to get Twitter to do its thing and find it. <laughs> right, I know. And, and, and to this day, unfortunately, we still have not found oh, that masterpiece of it. My last one, though. Yeah. Maybe my most favorite goaltender of Sabres history, Mika Nornan. Oh, yeah, Mika. And former uh, Rochester American as well. That's right, Mika That's Nornan. Right. So I was yeah. a big Mika Nornan fan, had a lot of collectibles of Mika Nornan holographic cards. Uh, it's too bad that uh, that I got rid of those cards. Yeah. You uh, know. Listen, the childhood, you know, trying to recapture that stuff, you can do it here today for a price. For a price, <laughs> of course. Nothing. Uh, all those things. To, to relive your childhood, it usually it gets more expensive the older you get, That's is, right. uh, is what I've heard. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you, Ryan. Enjoy uh, the rest of the show here. I know you got a booth over there. Actually, you know what? what, what so I, you kind of told us you had some 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 hoodies, some jerseys, some figurines, uh, and anything you've you've got over there. You're like, I don't know if I want to get rid of this, but oh, I'll put it on. The, I'm sure. I'm sure a hundred things. Over yeah, there, but. some of the Richter stuff I kind of was having and hawing about, because, but because I have a lot of this stuff from his retirement night. Yep. My dad, my dad was kind enough to go with me. We flew to Madison Square Garden in nice. the city. Got to see. So I got ticket stubs and all the other stuff. I'm having him sign that a painted helmet. So I have my Richter stuff that I'm going to keep. But I have a lot of figures, and I have sold a few to other Rangers fans that are here that are looking for something to get autographed. And as you mentioned, you know, when you come to this uh, show today, or if you come in February, because that'll be the next show, yes. When you come to the show, you, you can come with empty handed, empty handed, yep. find an item of a guy that you're about to meet, and then he'll sign that item. Yep. So, so all those dealers, including yours truly, will be happy to sell you an item that you can get autographed for some of these things that are coming up. So, yeah, I've got, uh, I've got a lot of college uh, football jerseys, I've got a lot of coats. Uh, I do have some Buffalo uh, football things. I've got some Josh Allen extra large kids long sleeve shirts. Uh, it's great, you know. Just you can find anything, and there's a ton of kids walking around here. There's a ton of just you know families that are here. It's very family friendly with it being a 12 and under for free. So uh, it's it's and I, I'm just so excited to have found this Josh Allen. We're, we're probably looking for some C.J. Stroud stuff too, because you know, he, like this card, this Josh Allen card, five years ago or, or not five years ago, you know, three years ago, yeah, sure, maybe was around. I don't know, eighty bucks, twenty bucks, something like that, and all of a sudden now it's worth no, it's, money. It's all jacked up because you, you know, know he's a great player, he's a notable player, he's you know MVP candidate, right? Just like buying stocks, Nate. If That's you can right. Buy low, buy low, sell high, sell high on one of these quarterbacks or these linebackers or somebody else. You know, you you might have the next thousand uh, dollar car. Yeah, I'll tell you, C.J. Stroud does look like he's going to be the real deal for the Texans, man. He looks really, really good for them. So you know, it's worth twenty bucks if you get or twenty or maybe at this point it's already eighty bucks. But if you can find you know a one of one or a refractor or an autograph, you know, autograph on card uh, that's out there, you know, that's what to do. Well, another three and a half hours at least here on the show floor that's open. So if you want to come down again. Kids 12 and under get in free $10 tickets that you get reimbursed for $10 of uh, gameplay on the floor. So it's like getting in here for free. Awesome event, as always, Ryan. And uh, we, of course, uh, I, I love any time these events go on. I love coming down for these. So I'll be, uh, I'm looking forward to, to wrapping up here so I can head to the floor and, uh, and go find myself something, uh, something to bring home. Awesome stuff, Nate. And I really appreciate you and Bridget and all the great people over at WGR and Odyssey that are just so instrumental in helping us promote these events. It would not happen. It would not happen as well as it does if it wasn't for you guys. So if anyone's out there listening, looking to boost their business, give them a call. Uh, I, I'm seeing the proof right here in front of my eyes as, as the gaming floor and the uh, show floor is packed with people, and you guys are helping us get the word out. So thank you. Well, we appreciate you, buddy, as always. Ryan has an hour of Batavia Downs. Thanks, my friend. Um, so, yeah, and again, uh, gaming floor, uh, you know, you get $10 of free play if you come in, buy a ticket. It's $10. Uh, which is nothing, um, especially when you consider you're getting free gameplay on the floor as well. There's food down here. You got Thurman 
Conference 34 rush. Uh, a lot to do here for the rest of this afternoon. If you're thinking about stopping down, come do it. Uh, there's great food here in Batavia as well, outside of the casino. So lots to do here uh, at Batavia Downs at the Legends and Stars Sports Expo. Uh, we talked, uh, obviously, we, we, we kind of hijacked the show talking about the Bills. Sabres play last night. They lose 5-4 on the road in New Jersey. Um, and uh, some, some new lines uh, coming in during practice today. And it looks like, uh, and, and Lance Lasowski of the Buffalo News uh, reported that, uh, you know, Jacob Bryson was in the rushes today uh, with a potential um, for a, a, a preparing for a possible Connor Clifton suspension uh, from the roughing penalty and uh, misconduct penalty he had yesterday in the second period where it looked like he made some contact with his elbow um, on Nico Hersher. So um, we'll see if that ends up getting handed down. I'll tell you, I I would be pretty frustrated if I were the Sabres watching Connor Clifton get suspended for that hit uh, one game after, um, you know, uh, Matthew Kachuk uh, throws that dirty punch on, on uh, Alex Tuck, uh, this Superman punch as he's going to the ice, um, you know, his head, no helmet on and a little defenseless um, for that to not you know, have any suspension or fine, and for that Connor Clifton hit uh, to to occur uh, a suspension would certainly be would be frustrating uh, if I were a Sabres fan. That's that's for sure. And obviously, uh, the injury yesterday to um, to Eric Comrie. Uh, the in in response to that, the Sabres have called recalled uh, Kevin Cooley uh, out of Rochester, the goaltender. Um, so you know, we're only eight games into the season uh, and already experiencing issues at the goaltender position. Um, Tough, especially considering this offseason, kind of waiting, you know, I think patiently for the Sabres to sort of make a move um, for a goalie of some sort, like going out and, you know, whether it was making a trade, uh, moving uh, UPL, moving Eric Comrie, getting one of these guys out and not having to rely solely on Devin Levi to play 50 or 55 games this year. And, you know, they start the season with Levi. He plays four straight, then nicks uh, something up. And, you know, he hasn't played uh, over the last three or four games. And appears he is still day to day, uh, and we'll see how long that day to day, um, you know, lasts. Because at this point, uh, it feels more like week to week at this point. Uh, and now with the injury to Comrade, there's going to be some more pressure in getting Devin Levi ready to play and back, uh, back on the ice for the Sabers. So uh, again, the Sabers will be in action tomorrow afternoon. A matinee, obviously, no Bills game at one o'clock. They will host the Colorado Avalanche tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eric Johnson facing off against his former team, so that'll be uh, that'll be cool to watch tomorrow at home again uh, at, uh, at Key Bank Center. It'll be Sabres and Avalanche. So um, <clears throat> I know obviously a lot of the show has been us talking about um, the potential trade, the news today, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN reporting that the Bills uh, may be looking to trade their former first-round pick, Kyer Elam, here at the upcoming trade, do- trade deadline, uh, which is uh, in the next week or so as, uh, as we kind of continue on the NFL season and what the Bills decide to do, whether they go out and simply look to, to retain and get a couple of draft picks or maybe a late-round draft pick at this point, uh, giving up on a first-round pick that you've traded up for and it's been a healthy scratch, likely doesn't hold a ton of value on the open market I can't imagine the Bills getting much more than a fifth sixth or seventh round pick for Kyer Elam so does it make more sense to maybe swap with a team like Tennessee uh, to go get a veteran corner maybe you know Elam and a pick uh, for uh, a veteran corner makes sense or maybe Elam and a pick for a uh, you know an interior defensive lineman or some help at linebacker Um, those are all moves I think that could make sense for the Bills but I think at this rate um, especially after their last game where Khalil Shakir 
looks to really be taking the step as as kind of the the number three receiver on this team. This is a team right now over the next couple of weeks that's going to be playing a lot more 11 personnel with the injury and IR designation of Dawson Knox. So with all that said, it, you know they still haven't really figured out. We talked with Matt Perino last half hour um, and uh, during the 12 12:30 hour, um, just talking about you know their inability to to properly utilize a guy like Deontay Hardy who they you know spent some money on this offseason and really has not done a lot on the offensive side of the ball and it's not for work you know not for trying the Bills just don't play him very much he's averaging anywhere between you know 5 to 10 11 12 snaps a game um, which is just not enough uh, for him uh, to make the impact that I think he's capable of making he's been playing a lot of special teams he had a couple of great returns yesterday most of which by the way on yesterday I mean Thursday most of which were called back on either holding or blocking in the back penalties which was frustrating and again you know I think a lot has been made of this Bills team and the offensive struggles and the defensive injuries that have led to some of these defensive struggles but the Bills special teams has been woefully bad this year I, whether it's penalties uh the big punt return um a couple of weeks ago the obviously the 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 punt return touchdown in week one against the jets that ultimately sealed the deal in overtime um this is a, a Bills special teams unit that that has not looked uh it, considering too and, and and i know this is kind of a contention point for for a lot of bills fans the bills more than a lot of other teams carry guys carry active roster spots on guys that only play special teams thinking of guys like tyler matakavich and in the past you know um there are a lot of examples. You know, Saran Neal is another guy that they've uh, kept around, kept on the roster specifically for special teams purposes. So uh, to see them struggling on special teams, even though um, they have spent a, 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 a several roster spots um, on guys that uh, you know that only play special teams, it's disappointing to see the struggles that we've seen um, from this Bills special teams unit. That's for sure. Especially uh, the the punt and punt return teams. A bunch of penalties on Thursday night. I think three special teams penalties, um, which really just hurts your offense's ability to set get themselves set up uh, in good field position. So some disappointing performances from this Bills special teams the last couple of weeks. They're going to look to get a, a nice turnaround. I, it was interesting to me, too, and you know, I talked with Aaron Quinn during the 11 o'clock hour just about you know this Kyrie Elam situation and Kyrie Elam being a healthy scratch and, and, and having a guy like Josh Norman at the age of 35 playing uh, meaningful snaps for the Bills even though you have a first-round pick in Kyrie Elam. And, like, I, I think about Josh Norman getting in on special teams and making two pretty big special teams tackles on kickoff and, and thinking that, you know, the part of the reason Kyrie Lim's probably not playing right now is he does not offer much special teams value to them right now. And if Josh Norman's willing to go out there at 35 and, and, and run down the field on, um, you know, run, the, run down the field on kickoff, he's going to be out there playing. And, and I think that's a not a big reason why, but I think a partially a reason why, um, you know, Kyrie Elam's not playing. And, and if the rumor that or, you know, report that uh, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN has reported earlier today on Twitter is true, you know, thinking sitting Kyrie Elam so that he doesn't get hurt um, or doesn't have to go into the game and get hurt um, to, to maintain his draft value, I think is probably the larger reason why you saw Josh Norman playing last week um, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But something to watch, obviously, the trade deadline inching closer and closer over the next couple of weeks here um, and you know what the Bills ultimately decide to do obviously the, the part of the conversation now is 
Are they going to trade Kyrie Lin? But part of the other conversation here, too, is are they going to trade for someone? Is this a, a one-part move where you swap Kyrie Elam for another player or maybe a pick in a player? Um, or, you know, do you move Kyrie Elam and then make another move um, to bring in to somebody into this roster? Because I do think if you trade Kyrie Elam, there is a hole on the depth side of, uh, of the cornerback position. I mean, right now the number three corner would be uh, outside of Saran Neal, who can play some outside snaps, they they like Cam, um, they like Cam Lewis a lot too. A guy that can play the slot, can play safety, can play outside. Um, but I I don't know that I would love the situation the Bills would be in if there was an injury to say um, you know Dane Jackson or or Christian Benford. Um, that would put the Bills in a really tough situation where you're asking Cam Lewis, you're asking Saran Neal, you're asking uh, potentially a 35-year-old Josh Norman to play meaningful snaps on boundary corner. And I, I just don't think that's a situation the Bills want to find themselves in. So that's, I guess, what makes it me a little bit more confused um, about a, a trade of Kyrie Elam is, you know, I know you're at this point are, are trying to cut bait and, and get rid of Elam, but at a certain point you have to ask, is that hurting your team's ability to overcome an injury if they happen? And, you know, you don't want to predict an injury or not make a move because you're worried about injury but this is a team right now especially on the defensive side of the ball that has dealt with multiple injuries it just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me I've got uh, Chuck on Twitter asking if the Bills would trade for example Derrick Henry you know would they want to do it uh, do the trade before the Titans play tomorrow and that's a good question I, I would tell you if if the Titans were really I think in the market to trade Derrick Henry they probably wouldn't be playing him or relying on him tomorrow on Sunday. I, listen, you know, he's been talked about the last year or so, really dating back to last offseason, about being a potential trade candidate out of Tennessee. Then Tennessee made some weird moves, right? They, they go and sign um, DeAndre Hopkins, which just either spoke to one of two things, that Hopkins' market was not as good um, as his agent was out there reporting it was, um, or he just wanted to go play in Tennessee and I find it hard to believe that DeAndre Hopkins at this point of his career believed that this Tennessee Titans team was in a position uh, to contend or even really compete they, they're not a good football team they're old in a lot of places um, I, you know it did not make a whole lot of sense to me uh, for the Titans to go out and be the team that DeAndre Hopkins ended up signing with I think for both teams it didn't for both Hopkins the player and the and the team Tennessee it, it, neither mo the move didn't make sense for either side um, and I think we're kind of seeing the fruits of that play out right now live so you know we'll see what happens I, I would be willing to bet it's the NFL these trade deadlines are pretty anticlimactic um, these contracts are harder to move there's dead cap implications with them we're in the NHL and the NBA there is no dead cap implication you can trade guys freely get rid of a contract completely off your books and until that happens in the NFL where dead cap implications aren't there and teams can freely move players um, I think the trade deadline will, will always sort of be more smoke um, than there is an actual fire. So I think for me, um, do I expect Derrick Henry to be moved? I, I don't. I certainly don't expect Derrick Henry um, to be moved and, and the Bills be on the, on the uh, sort of receiving end of a trade like that. Um, do I think DeAndre Hopkins, I think he's probably more likely to be moved um, than, than Derrick Henry. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Ravens, uh, who have been kind of rumored here over the last couple of days, same with the Bills. Bills and Ravens have both been rumored to be interested um, in acquiring the services of Derrick Henry. I, I just don't buy it from the Bills' perspective. I've never bought them um, being a team that wants to add a running back, and yet they're always sort of um, rumored to be involved in any running back potentially moving. They're always rumored to be the team involved, and it uh, usually never bears out.
that way. All right, I am here live at Batavia Downs for the Legends and Stars Sports Expo. Uh, we're going to hear from Bill's play-by-play -play announcer, Chris Brown. He was on the morning show yesterday. We're going to play that for you coming up next. But before we do that, we'll take a timeout. And again, on the other side, we got Chris Brown, who was on the morning show with Jeremy and Joe yesterday. You're listening to Nate Geary here live from Batavia Downs on Sports Talk Saturday on WGR. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The kick is low. It might have been partially blocked. The Bills are acting like it was because it's no good. Shaq Lawson's partying over there. Maybe he was the one who got a hand on it. All right, welcome back to Sports Talk Saturday. Nick, you're here live from Batavia Downs. We're at the Legends and Stars Sports Expo. Show floor will be open until uh, 5 o'clock, and then there's some horse racing this evening as well, if you're into that. Breeders' Cup next week, and, of course, you can do all of that stuff, uh, all your betting, live betting. Um, come watch the Breeders' Cup here uh, right at Batavia Downs. There's hotels, there's the casino, and uh, several different spots, including 34 Rush, Thurman Thomas's Sports Bar, all here uh, right at Batavia Downs uh, if you want to make the trip up. Uh, right now on stage, 1.30, uh, a couple of guys just uh, just got to the stage, uh, including uh, Bills linebacker Cornelius Bennett, who will be on stage till 2.30. And then um, Shane Conlon and Daryl Talley, they'll hit the stage at 2.30 for just about an hour from now. Uh, so if you wanted to grab some autographs from uh, some former uh, Buffalo football players, uh, today's definitely the day to get down here. Again, I'm going to hit the show floor here in a couple of minutes, go take a look at some of the memorabilia over there. It is a huge show floor, um, tons of private vendors uh, from sports cards to Pokemon cards to jerseys hoodies t-shirts flags uh, posters photography uh, you name it they've got it here at Batavia Downs at the Legends and Sport uh, Legends and Stars Sports Expo so uh, and again just a reminder uh, for adults it's t tickets are ten dollars uh, but then you will also receive a voucher for ten dollars of free play uh, at the casino and uh, kids 12 and under are free, uh, their entry is free for the show. So if you have a kid, you want to come down, get some autographs, uh, check out some some memorabilia, some some jerseys and stuff uh, with the kids, it's a, it's a great time uh, to come down here. 
Um, so as I mentioned before, uh, Chris Brown, uh, Bill's play-by-play announcer, was on the morning show with Jeremy and Joe yesterday following the Bill's Thursday night game. So I want to bring that to you um, over the next two segments here. So uh, here is Bill's play-by-play announcer, Chris Brown. Again, it was following the Bill's 24-18 to Thursday night football victory over the Tampa Bay Bucks. Chris Brown, Chris, just what the doctor ordered, eh? Yeah, probably as uh, good as you could have hoped as far as the offense was concerned in terms of getting off to a fast start and actually giving this team a lead to work with, which right now you know puts a injury-riddled defense in the best position to succeed because when the other team has to pass, the one thing that's healthy, Buffalo's pass rush, can go to work, and we saw that yesterday. So let's talk about the offense to start. They had to be pushed into 11 personnel because of the injury to Dawson Knox. We know he's on IR, so they'll probably be in this for a while. And at the the risk of being prisoner of the moment, Chris, I, I've asked the question, will they go back to 12? I mean, I, I'd imagine they'll continue to be – it'll be a part of their offense, but will they potentially be convinced in these next couple games that this is kind of the identity that, that they might be built for better? Yeah. I mean, to use a, a car analogy, this – this team's offense has been a Ferrari the last three years. And for some reason, uh, they wanted to bring in elements of a dump truck. Uh, and I, you know, I respect wanting to be balanced and things like that in terms of at least having the threat to run if they need to, but this, this is what they are. This is where Josh appears more comfortable in terms of executing down in and down out series in and series out. And I think we were kind of reminded of that last night. Chris Brown joining us on the Western Hotline. Welcome to the party, Khalil Shakir. Uh, Joe had stats. He had 14 targets uh, mm-hmm. in his career before the last two. Cat- catches. Sorry, catches. Catches in his career before these last two games. And or he's now, got 10. 10 catches yeah. in two games since. So um, whatever has clicked for him, maybe it was just this kind of opportunity. Shakir looked the part. Yeah, Josh found him early. And, and early in the play as well. I actually asked Khalil about that last night in the postgame. Because it not when he gets the ball quick in the down, he is a more effective player because he's probably one of the best players on the roster after the catch. He can spin away. From, he's like Eric Wood, my broadcast partner, said last night. He is not the fastest. He is not the quickest. He is not the strongest, and he's not the tallest. But if you get him the ball early in the down, he will get you extra yards almost routinely. And I think that's the best thing they did with him. Shorter routes um, are more effective for him because then he can go to work afterwards. And it's going to be very interesting to see going forward what that means for him. Does this mean more slot opportunities? And is this the guy that kind of fills the Cole Beasley role that has been absent the last several years. Because if you can put him on one slot and Dalton Kincaid on the other, now you're in business in terms of work in the middle of the field. Yeah. Kincaid plus Shakir. It's funny. Like They might look somewhat like they did a couple years ago, Chris, but if Kincaid can look like he did last night, I he, he played double the snaps at inline tight end that he did in the slot. Like That might be the most impressive thing is they had a guy in the slot go off, and Kincaid still managed to have a nice game, a really a really great game even, playing more of a traditional tight end role. Yeah, guys, do you realize he came into the game with the highest catch rate in the league? <laughs> 92.6% and then just caught everything last night again. Um, 
I think his last drop was in like week two or something. It's he's ridiculous. Um, and and let's make a note of this: two of the catches he made, including the touchdown catch, were behind him, and he caught it on the dead run. Didn't even bobble it; like it stuck to his hands like glue. I mean, I called him a vacuum cleaner on the air last night. He's ridiculous with those ten and a half inch hands. That was Chris Brown. He was on the morning show yesterday following the Bills' Thursday night victory, 24-18, to over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. we got one more segment coming up. We'll get you the rest of Chris Brown on the other side. Just a reminder, I'm here live at Batavia Downs at the Legends and Stars Sports Expo. The 2 o'clock hour is looking like a great one if you wanted to stop in and see some former Buffalo football players, including linebackers Shane Conlon and Daryl Talley. Both hit the stage here signing autographs from 2.30 to 3.30. It is free for uh, every uh, kids 12 and under and uh, adults. It is a $10 ticket with $10 free play on the casino floor. So more from Chris Brown on the other side. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday live from Batavia Downs here on WGR. All right, welcome back. We've got Chris Brown again who was on the morning show yesterday. We'll get that back here for you now. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the touchdown catch. I've been saying it all day. Like That's a sneaky, really, really incredible catch from him. And to turn up the field, you know, we, we've seen that from him, the fluidity. When it comes to Josh Allen, like, his, his fastest time to throw in his career in this game. So, like, everything really ends up working for them. I know they don't finish drives, Chris, and I guess, like, that's one of the takeaways. What, it, what was it about the second half where they didn't finish drives? They would move the ball to midfield and then a couple of punts, four punts from about midfield, which will be, you know, something we talk about going forward. Did you see anything different that made those drives sputter as opposed to the early ones in the game? Yeah, there were a couple where I believe there were long down and distance situations because for, for much of the first half, I think on the first drive, they only had one third down uh, on the whole way down. And on those drives in the second half, they were, they were in more third down situations. I'll have to go back and look, but in my mind's eye, I feel like there were some third and mediums to some third and longs, and those can always make things a little bit more difficult. I think there was a penalty on another one that kind of backed them up behind the sticks a little bit. So those kinds of things are going to bog down any offense. Now, I'd also like to think, and I, I know that McDermott's going to get criticism when, and when you probably heard it already, I'll probably hear it later today, you know, why aren't you going for it more? You're at midfield. You're somewhat in no man's land. And I respect all of that in terms of an argument. I just think they felt that they had the Bucks in pretty good shape uh, as far as how they're dealing them. And, you know, we know that Sean McDermott likes playing field position. And when Sam Martin's doing what he's doing, that works for you. I think against a, a higher caliber of opponent, like Cincinnati, for example, in their next mm-hmm. game, they will be more aggressive and they will go for it more because they know they're going to have to keep their foot on the gas. Com- completely agree with that. The Bills uh the Bills defense, Chris, after a pretty almost embarrassing performance against that Patriots offense, um good to see them get back on track uh, uh, at least at least to be it wasn't, you know, the bigger test, but to at least be a defense that's not going to be giving up, you know, an average quarterback's best day. Yeah, I was I was, you know, I know the pass rush is going to get all the headlines. I was impressed, impressed with the coverage on the back end. Coach McDermott mentioned it as well. I mean, you think about Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I mean, these guys are up near the top of the league in terms of plays made. Their leading receiver last night is Rashad White out of the backfield with seven catches for 70 yards. 
I mean, Godwin made a handful of grabs, but, you know, he only averages 10 yards of reception. And we don't hear from Mike Evans until the end of the game. And he only catches a touchdown pass because it bounced into his arms off Christian Benford's helmet. So I think the coverage on the back end really helped the guys up front get home and really cause havoc for Baker Mayfield. Chris Brown joining us on the Western Hotline. Chris, we turn our sights to Cincinnati, and um, you know, Bills at five and three. It feels like it's going to be a big one. It's a big test, and like revenge game gets thrown around. But I'd imagine you, like many Bills fans, are eager to see how they match up against Cincinnati. Yeah, measuring stick stuff, right? Like, how, how do we look against this team this year? Um, you know, I will say that I'm glad they've got a mini buy here to kind of heal up, rest up. You know, again, Coach McDermott laid it out pretty effectively. London game, comeback, n- night game, away game, short week. That's a tough four-week stretch. Um, you know, Bills go two and two in that stretch. So to get this mini buy, I think, will be valuable for them, uh, especially for Josh's shoulder, among other dings that they've got on the roster. But, yeah, Cincinnati kind of came out of the block slow, due mainly to Joe Burrow's calf injury. They're, they're a team that's still trying to find their footing, too, um, although some would say they seem to be back on track, you know, of late. But, mm-hmm. you know, they've got a San Francisco defense that's going to give them all they can handle this week. So wouldn't mind them roughing up Cincinnati a little bit, um, you know, kind of soften them up a little bit for when the Bills come to town for the Sunday night game. Yeah, I'm already thinking about burying them, right? Like, if the Niners can win – on Sunday, Chris, and then it's, okay, if I could send them to, that's an if, if they lose on Sunday, the Bills can send them to three and five. Like, they'll they'll have playoff implications on the line, and given what they did to the Bills last year, I mean, giving it any chance that you don't have to see them at all in the playoffs would be, you know, a lot on the line. Yeah, that would be welcome. Of course, the Niners might have Sam Darnold at quarterback. Um, I don't know if that's a great thing. (laughs) We'll see. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's rejuvenated in a different uniform and playing for a team from his home state. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to see the Niners give them all they can handle. Um, Of course, a desperate Cincinnati team can be a dangerous thing also. So let's just be careful what we wish for here. Yeah. Chris Brown. Thanks, Chris. Enjoy the, uh, the weekend free. Yeah. We'll watch a lot of football this weekend. That doesn't involve the Bills, so. There won't be any nerves for sure. That's right. Thanks, Chris. Take care, guys. All right, that is Bill's play-by-play guy, Chris Brown. And, uh, again, I'm Nate Iria here live from Batavia Downs Casino Raceway and Hotel. They've got all of the great stops here in Batavia. If you want to hit the show floor, again, show floor is open until 5 p.m. today. And you can see this evening, well, I guess early afternoon going into the evening, Shane Conlon, Daryl Talley, each of those guys hitting the stage here uh, within the next half hour and 40 minutes. And Mike Richter will close off the afternoon. Uh, The New York Rangers, great in goal, uh, will be signing autographs from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Again, if you want to come down, there's framers here. You can get your signatures authenticated. Uh, You can hit the show floor, find something to get signed. You don't even have to bring anything here uh, to get signed. It's the beauty of this great show here for the Legends and Stars. I'm Nate Geary. Thanks for listening to Sports Talk Saturday here on WGR. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum 
of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.